Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Seton, what if I told you there's a bacon, then there's number one thick cut, tastes like a touchdown in your mouth bacon? You must be talking about Wright brand bacon Mm -hmm. because they are not playing when it comes to the premium quality of their bacon. It's thick cut, hand trimmed, and real wood smoke. Real. And you can tell. So why settle for average bacon when you can have the real stuff? That's right. And if you're looking to upgrade any meal, any meal, try Wright brand bacon. That's called Wright brand bacon. You won't regret it. Experience bacon the right way. 56% of job seekers say the biggest challenge is finding a job that matches their qualifications. This according to an Express Employment Professionals Harris Poll survey. The job search can be lonely, but Express Employment Professionals can be your one connection to finding that job that fits you. Each year, hundreds of thousands of people find work through their local Express office. Find the location nearest you at ExpressPros.com. No fees for somebody seeking a job. Visit ExpressPros.com. You are listening to the Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. The U.S. men's basketball team lost its first game since 2004. That was yesterday. Somehow, Team USA forgot how to shoot down the stretch. They lost to the French team that, well, the U.S. couldn't stop Evan Fournier. You can't stop Evan Fournier. You can only hope to contain him. The team does not want to be associated with the 04 Olympic squad. That was uh, Team Bronze. That team, the perfect example of you can have a ton of talent. That doesn't mean you're winning. LeBron, D-Wade, Tim Duncan, Allen Iverson, young players, but still we're talking about Hall of Famers. But they had their shooting woes. Team USA trying to avoid that same fate this year. Strange to watch them play, and this happens in Olympic or international competition. A lot of these players, they have been playing with the same team, same player some time. It's not just a, hey, let's roll out the basketballs. We got all-stars. Go out there and win. That's not the way it works. Also, these star players from the United States are not getting the calls that they normally get, which is weird because there's a sense that the European players are soft, but that's not the case. Not anymore. It's almost like Team USA is softer because they're waiting for these calls that they got during the NBA season. The Olympics are officiated differently. There's not this preferential treatment that you have in the NBA, like, oh, he gets that call. That's not the way it works in the Olympics. But this is another wake-up call because it's time for Team USA to play with a little bit of urgency here and avoid any comparison to that 2004 team. Greg Popovich has lost five of his last eight games as Team USA head coach. This, in World Cup and Olympic action, Popovich's teams have a 6-3 and three record. Mike Krzyzewski's record in World Cup and Olympic action, 56-3. and three. Stat of the day, stat of the day, bop, bop. stat of the day, stat of the day. Here comes that what? Stat of the day. Bop. By the way, this program brought to you by Simply Safe, Simply Safe Home Security. 
making you feel safe at home the last 15 years. Go to simplysafedan.com right now to customize your system. Get a free security camera. McLovin, what kind of poll question do you have for me today? Okay, uh, do you want to start with negative or very negative? Ooh. Okay, let's start with Team USA basketball. If we put out the poll, do they win the gold medal? Okay. How do people vote? Do you care if they win the gold medal? Because I don't know if people are caught up in it. Do you care if they don't win the gold medal? Because I think that's when, that's, the only time we care is when we're supposed to win and we don't. Like you go back to the 1988 team. You know, if Simone Biles loses, we're like, oh my gosh. You know, she had a substandard uh, performance here. Oh, wait, Katie Ledecky lost. What? That's when we care. When they win, it's like, okay, nothing to see here. We just move on. Team USA, what? We lost again. Nigeria, Australia, now France. Can we beat Iran? I hope. What else do you have in the club? Well, that's the next question. What would be the biggest disappointment if Katie Ledecky struggled, if Simone Biles? Simone Biles. Yeah, she's like the Michael Jordan of this Olympics. Right? Well, when you wear an outfit that says goat, like she's, she's saying, I'm the goat. Um, now, you know, these are just qualifying rounds going on, but it was one of those where she, she didn't perform her best. And I think that caught everybody's attention because if she did perform like she normally does, then people would be like, oh, yeah, she's going to win the gold. It's that, oh, wow. Katie, Katie Ledecky swam the second fastest time of her career and finished second. She's only 24 and she lost to a woman from Australia who's 20, but that's how quickly it works in swimming where you think, Oh, what is your prime 24? You might be starting to get old crazy, but uh, she, I think we had her penciled in for quite a few gold medals. Yeah. McClub. That leads us to our hard hitting Olympic poll of the Ooh. day from Paul Paps. Ooh. Which sport makes you feel worse about your own physique? <laughs> I'll give you the sports because watching these sports does nothing. Because then I get up with my chips and salsa and my beer, and I walk past a mirror as I just saw. Swimming? I was watching the men swimming. They, they don't look like real people. It looks CGI. Yeah. Water polo. Ooh. They're a little more jacked than the swimmers, but not as cut, but they look like they're in perfect shape. Yeah. Soccer guys. I think it was uh, the Sweden soccer team. The worst guy on the team, the worst-looking guy, looks like Brad Pitt, like young Brad Pitt. He's a, and he's the ugly dude. <laughs> Track and field, those guys are in perfect shape. Yeah. And then uh, other. Is there another sport that where you feel worse about your physique? Uh, having seen water polo in person, mm -hmm. and those dudes are tough. Like, there's no contact when you're swimming. You know, when you're 100-meter when you're breaststroke, you know, there's no hand-to-hand -hand combat. When you're in water polo, so why don't you tread water for a couple hours? <laughs> and then you've got guys who are you know, clawing. And I'm watching the women play. They're, they've got scratch marks all over them. I mean, they're, they're, it's hand-to-hand -hand combat. So I, if I would, I'd rather walk into a bar and say I'm a water polo player mm. and let them have the, you know, the, of course, obvious joke of uh, how does your horse not drown? And then you would, uh, and then I would be a swimmer or a soccer player. Yes, yeah, right. It's like tread water for 30 minutes and then tackle people. Yeah, tackle this other dude. There was a moment 
this weekend that I'm watching, and you're, you keep in the back of your mind, these dudes are treading water the whole time, and another guy tackled the dude with the ball, shoved him of their water, like ripped off his head, <laughs> scarf, whatever that is, <laughs> scarf, and then and then took scarf. the ball from him, and then they uh, like whistled him for a foul, but still it was like the most punishing thing. that He's drowning this guy. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, I'm just stealing the ball. Water polo. Yeah. How many sports do you perform at the Olympics where you could drown? <laughs> Water polo is hockey if the ice melted. Yeah. <laughs> Although there is one part of a there's one part of water polo today that I hadn't seen. Have you ever seen how they dribble with the ball? Like sometimes they'll they'll be swimming and they're like dribbling the ball. The guy's swimming like this freestyle poking it with his nose, <laughs> poking the ball down the water or whatever, and then he picks it up and, like, crosses the ball over, but he did it with his nose like a little bit. Like a seal. Bit. Yeah. yeah. Yes, McLevin. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know about the best looking, though. Soccer, uh, during the Euros, my wife's like, when's that Denmark-England game on? I'm like, what? <laughs> what the heck are you talking about? Well, like, that's because Harry, Harry Kane. Kane. That's her number one. Yes. Oh, by the way, got some breaking news here. Um, yeah. This isn't Harry Kane related, by the way. Tom Pelissero, NFL Network, says the Texans are now willing to listen and have been for some time to trade offers for Deshaun Watson. Multiple sources tell me and Ian Rappaport. The price is high for a player of his caliber and should be. It'll likely uh, take at least three first-round picks and more. He also says that uh, Deshaun Watson reported to camp yesterday and was respectful, but his demeanor reiterated he doesn't want to be in Houston. The question is, will a team step up with the type of massive offer that could compel the Texans to move him now? Watson also would have to waive his no trade. There's a couple of teams who are monitoring this situation, from what I'm told. Denver, Miami, Philadelphia, Carolina. Yes, Pauline. It does feel like the Deshaun Watson situation has not uh, deteriorated off the field. There's been no smoking gun in the past four months. But how could a team, let's say it was Denver, was interested in trading for him, how can they trade for him without knowing yeah. the details behind the accusations? And I don't know if he's going on the commissioner's exempt list. Usually that would happen as we get closer to the season, I believe. But there is no real smoking gun here. With Adrian Peterson, there were pictures. With Ray Rice, there was a video. There's really no smoking gun. We know that there's accusations, but he has not been formally charged here. Can he make this go away? And if he makes this go away, does the NFL punish him? And from what I'm told, the NFL doesn't seem like it's leaning towards punishing him right now. Can you put him on the commissioner's exempt list? And can you get him at a, a lesser rate than you would have a few months back? I don't know other than, hey, uh, he, he's, uh, he's settled all of these cases. Does the NFL punish him? And if so, for how long? Or if they don't, then the Texans would be open for business. But I think that they had been holding out because what is the value of Deshaun Watson? Deshaun Watson led the NFL in passing yards last year. He completed 70% of his passes. He played for a horrible team and did all of that. He's young, under contract, and obviously, there's some baggage that's going to go along with him. That's why you have these teams that are monitoring the situation. And if you're Denver, and you could get Aaron Rodgers, or you could get Deshaun Watson, I would say Watson, but then what am I giving up 
what's what's the baggage I'm getting? And Aaron Rodgers, what do I have to give up? Plus, he's 12 years older than Deshaun Watson. And we don't know what's happening with the Packers. We're probably going to find out a little bit more later today or tomorrow if Rodgers is going to show up. Is he going to show up and play one more year? Is he going to show up and say, hey, you don't want me to be a distraction. Trade me. And now you got the Devontae Adams situation as well. And we'll talk to Peter King about this. But make no mistake about it. Uh, somebody who is, I don't want to say a friend of Aaron Rodgers. I don't want to overcharacterize this. But said to me yesterday, Aaron doesn't do anything by accident. It's all by design. He's got a game plan. There's, there's no way that he's sort of going in there just kind of, hey, whatever happens, happens. He knows exactly what he wants to do, how he wants to do it, what his end game is. Whether he gets that or not, that's a you know, completely different story. But what his game plan is, I was told that he knows exactly what he's doing. Yeah, Paul. Do you think another team could lowball Deshaun Watson? Because it, it, go back to, I think it was February, people were talking four first-round picks for him. That's back when there was no accusations. Now he's got baggage, and also I would think that the Texans don't want him on the team at all because they're going for the first-round pick next year. Here's what was told to me over the weekend. You know, as much as you look at the Texans and they can tank, there is no great quarterback. This is what I was told. There's no great quarterback. NFL scout, who's been a great source for this show, there is no Trevor Lawrence. That you have quality quarterbacks. Spencer Rattler has played one quality season. And this is where if you're the Texans and you go, we want that number one pick. Okay. You're not, you might not replace Deshaun Watson with, Hey, we got Justin Fields or we got Trevor Lawrence here. You know, that it's not that, that player is not there right now. Now quarterbacks always emerge, but I was told yesterday, a Saturday that there is no, Hey, that's a, that's a franchise making quarterback. There's nobody like that right now. And that's another thing to factor in. Yes, McLovin. Right. Like you said, there's always a Trubisky or even Mahomes wasn't. Or Baker Mayfield. Remember, he was yeah. a second rounder up until a month. So. Yeah. And Zach Wilson. Yeah. I mean, there's always quarterbacks that jump up. And there are a couple of quarterbacks that are out there. But I was told that there's no, boy, that guy can turn your franchise around. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Dan Patrick Show weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. 
You know, you get those pieces, like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the, I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini-games, like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win, or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports, like... A lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app, like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on, or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. If I could eat bacon for every meal, I think I would. I don't think I would. Breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks, brunch. My love for bacon is no joke. My wife, who I love as much as bacon, says I would even put bacon in cereal if I could. You know, I thought that I knew what good bacon was. Uh, Turns out, nope. I was wrong because then I tried right brand bacon and honestly, I was speechless. And you know, it takes a lot to get me speechless, Polly, but it was mind blowing how good it was. And now here I am, a man that's been eating bacon his whole life, like it's his job. And I've never tried bacon like this before. We're talking about number one, thick cut, flip your whole world upside down bacon, man. Everything from the thickness of it to how it's actually real wood smoked just makes it taste unbelievable. It's really indescribable. I can't do it justice. And you should really just try it for yourself. Yeah, don't be average. You're better than that. Do yourself a favor and get some right brand bacon in you. I'm getting upset. Experience bacon the right way. Right brand bacon. Let's bring in Peter King, uh, Football Morning in America and NBC Sports columnist. Good morning, Pete. How are you? Everything's going great, Dan. How about yourself? We're great. You're back from vacation, ready to hit the road, covering training camp. Um, The top headline today in the NFL, in your opinion, is what? You know, what will happen with Aaron Rodgers? It's going to continue to be the top headline. He's due to report to Packers camp tomorrow, as all veteran players are. Uh, I don't assume he's going to report to camp, but who knows? He could make it like Brett Favre. In 2008, when Favre said, I'm going to push their hand, I'm going to, you know, and I'm going to put pressure on them, I'm going to report and make it hot on them. Uh, So you just don't know. There's a news blackout from all sides on it. Um, It's very hard to get anybody to talk about it over the weekend, even on deep background. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, I was going to bring that up that, you know, you're trying to get information and, it's difficult to get any information because it feels like Aaron Rodgers is the person with all the information and nobody else has to take on it or willing to say something that might incite something here. Yeah. I think it's Aaron Rodgers and his agent, David Dunn, who coincidentally uh, was the agent for the last star quarterback who really fought his way out of a place. And that was Carson Palmer. Uh, you know, a decade and a half ago uh, when he said, I'm not playing for the Bengals anymore, I'll retire. Uh, 
And look, Carson Palmer was not going to play for the Bengals anymore. But, but, you know, he got fortunate at the trading deadline that year because the Raiders remember that year. Jason Campbell was the Raiders quarterback. He got hurt. The Raiders desperately needed a quarterback. Al Davis said, we'll do whatever it takes to get Carson Palmer. It's a little bit different in this particular case because if you want to get Aaron Rodgers, you know that it's going to take about two or three times as much uh, as it did to get Carson Palmer back in the day. And I just don't think as of this moment, as we sit here on July 26th, that the Packers still are even entertaining the thought of trading him. But if they do, as I wrote this morning, they must get 2021 value in return, which is why I proposed multiple first round draft picks and something like Drew Locke and Jerry Judy uh, from Denver for Aaron Rodgers. Most people would say, well, that's not enough. Well, you're not exactly in the best position to trade right now. If you got a question for Rodgers and had that opportunity, what would you ask him? What are you going to (laughs) do? I mean, because look, Dan, you know, the funny thing about all this is, you know, Aaron went on uh, with Kenny Mayne, what was it now, a couple of months ago, I guess. And he said, I love the fans. I love the team. I love the coaches. I love Jordan Love. Uh, I love the history. I love everything about Green Bay. Left unsaid was that he doesn't love Brian Gutekunst. And I guess he doesn't love Mark Murphy, the team president. So, you know, uh, honestly, my my olive branch in this situation is basically Rodgers agreeing to play one more year with them, and then the Packers agreeing to trade him to one of four teams in the AFC after this se- that Rodgers could designate after this season, and then uh, let's let's all move on to the next crisis of the day. Tom Pelissero is reporting that uh, the Texans are now willing to listen and have been for some time with offers for Deshaun Watson. But I'm, I'm just trying to figure out the bargaining power. Uh, can I give you a lesser offer? Um, you, you have that sense of uncertainty here with Deshaun Watson, Pete. How do you think this plays out with the Texans? I just don't think it makes any sense whatsoever to trade him right now or to even entertain thoughts about trading him. Because unless you're the Philadelphia Eagles and say, we'll give you three ones and two players right now for a guy who probably isn't going to play the first half of this season, if he's going to play this season at all, you know, you got to have full education about a player before you would consider trading for him, especially making a mega trade. What happens if this case you know, drags on for months and months or maybe into next year. I mean, if you're the Philadelphia Eagles right now and 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 Deshaun Watson is going to be traded and you find out that, say, the Carolina Panthers are going to trade uh, the moon and the stars for him, I still wouldn't go nuts and trade for him. Because, look, there's probably only a 15 20% chance that Jalen Hurts is good enough to be your long-term guy. We all know that. But they're giving him this year. And then they're going to have the opportunity maybe in next year to take a really good rookie quarterback who we don't know. A year ago, Zach Wilson was a total nobody, and he ends up being the second pick in the draft. So don't tell me that the, uh, you know, the quarterback crop next year stinks. I, I don't. First of all, I have no idea whether it stinks or not. 
They got to play this year. People will emerge. This is a bad time to trade Deshaun Watson and to trade for Deshaun Watson. But the commissioner's exempt list, does that help the situation? Because Deshaun Watson's there, and and I don't know if he's showing up. A, you don't want to be fine, but B, you sort of want to be a distraction. So they say, all right, we don't want you on the field. What do you think can happen with the commissioner's exempt list here? Look, if he's put on the commissioner's exempt list, then, then obviously then he doesn't have to show up. He won't show up. Um, hey, look, and it's also within the Texans' purview to have Deshaun Watson report and for you to tell Watson, you know, Nick Casario, David Cully, to tell him, hey, just go home. We, we don't want you here. And, you know, we're not going to find you. And have him be one of the 90 men on the roster, but he's just not participating in practice. And so, look, you know, it's it's a wide open field in Houston. I just think it makes no sense to trade him or to trade for him right now. He's back from vacation, Peter King. Football morning in America column and uh, NBC Sports as well. Uh, Wednesday, you'll be in Nevada. Thursday with the Niners. Friday, the Cowboys. Saturday, the Rams. Which of those teams is most intriguing? You know, in my opinion, the Raiders, uh, and look, the Niners are are very, very close to them. But the Raiders, hmm. you know, this is year four of John Gruden, Dan. He's 19 and 29. I mean, you know, that's not what you're paying $10 million a year for. And so, you know, at some point, the players who John Gruden and Mike Mayock have brought into the fold, have to play better than 19 and 29. He knows that. They all know that. Uh, the 49ers really interest me just from the standpoint of, I, I think they're, I, when I rated the teams 1 to 32, they're very, very high on my list. They're number five. And my feeling about them is if they are relatively healthy on defense this year, uh, I think they're going to be playing deep into January and maybe into February. So I really like those two teams just for the drama's sake. And obviously, wherever Jerry Jones is, uh, <laughs> wherever the Cowboys are, is going to be fun. Um, the Rams, is it's an interesting situation because you get Stafford and now he, got, now he gets talent around him. He's got a couple of marquee defensive players. He's got pretty good offense, even though you lose Cam Akers. I wonder if the expectation level is getting a little too high, Pete, and we haven't even gotten, you know, started with Cam. Look, I am the worst person to pick, to, to predict futures bets and <laughs> things like that. Like, if you would ask me before the baseball season, bet on one thing this year, I would have taken the under on the Boston Red Sox victory, 78. I, 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 what are they doing, you know, with the best record in the American League? I, I, I have no idea, but, you know, that's how much I know. But if you ask me this year, who would be your first quarterback in fantasy football this year? It'd be Matthew Stafford. And one of the reasons is what we saw the other day when Cam Cam Akers got hurt. Now they're into the flotsam and jetsam area of their roster at running back. And I just think what's going to happen, I think Matthew Stafford will lead the NFL this year in passing yards and attempts. And so 
You heard it here first. He's going to throw for 5,000 yards. He's going to throw it 40 times a game. Go out and buy Matthew Stafford in your fantasy league. Paulie, were we rolling on that so we can bring that back to Peter late in the season? Yes, please. <laughs> Absolutely. What's that, what's that website where they bring back horrible? Cold, uh, freezing cold takes. Yeah, yeah, right. That'll be, <laughs> that'll be that one. When Matthew Stafford, uh, you know, gets benched in week 11 because he's not playing well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you think expectation level, well, I don't know what the Cowboys' expectation level is, but it feels like the Browns' expectation level is really, really high out of those two teams. Why wouldn't it be, Dan? Why wouldn't it be? They had the ball uh, against the Kansas City Chiefs in Kansas City in the fourth quarter. They had them. With the ability to drive down the field and go ahead. I mean, if Baker Mayfield, that would have been the Baker Mayfield moment. Okay? And, And they didn't do it. And, again, everybody can say, well, you know, Uh, Patrick Mahomes didn't play in the fourth quarter. Yeah, he didn't. But you know what? In the first three quarters, they didn't put the Cleveland Browns away. And in fact, the Cleveland Browns played the Chiefs tougher than the Buffalo Bills did last year. The Bills lost by 14 and nine points in their two meetings. But, you know, as I wrote today, I mean, tremendous optimism in both places, Buffalo and Cleveland. Dan, this is the first time since... Uh, you know, in over 30 years that each team has been this good entering a season. And how about the last time that each team won a playoff game uh, in in a season like they did last year, 1964, (laughs) when on back-to-back days in Cleveland and Buffalo, they won the uh, AFL and NFL uh, championship games. So uh, I I buy that they deserve both – teams deserve to be hyped up pretty good what about dallas i mean i don't know we talk about dallas every year i love jerry jones i I, he had a quote in his opening press conference about optimism that i thought was fantastic why be pessimistic i'm optimistic every year because i see the glasses being half full and you know what if if they get great play early on from Micah Parsons and a really good group of linebackers. I mean, they are as deep at linebacker uh, as, as really as any team is Dan. And if, if, if Micah Parsons is, is really good, they could have the ability to hold teams in the low twenties. If they do that and Dak Prescott can play 17 games then they're going to be pretty good. As of now, I, 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 I give Washington the very slight edge in the division, but mm. I could see Dallas winning 11 games. Last call for Roethlisberger? I would think, but look, he, he heeded the calls. He heeded his body's calls. You know, when you saw the picture of him walking into training camp looking like Ben Roethlisberger 2008, uh, instead of what he looked like last year, which was he was just he just got too big last year. Um, you know, he looks good. And and Dan, if you listen to him talk now, it's almost like the offensive coordinator is Matt Canada. You know, this guy who nobody in America has ever heard of. But I would say Ben Roethlisberger, while not being co-coordinator, he's going to have a lot to say with what they run, how often they run it. And I think he's going to be at Matt Canada's side 
And so this is going to be a Roethlisberg season. If the Steelers can have one last hurrah with Ben Roethlisberger, this is it. I, I just, I just really wonder with the offensive line, you know, having lost yeah. the two gigantic members, three really, if you count Villanueva, but you lose their best offensive lineman, David DeCastro, and you lose the center that was the leader, not only of that line, but of that team in Marquise Pouncey. I mean, uh, you know, is Ben going to be running for his life or, you know, are they going to be solid up there? We'll see. If the Rams win the Super Bowl, you're our first guest on that Monday. If if the Rams miss the playoffs, you're our first guest on that Monday. <laughs> We're gonna pre- no, I got to be you. your first guest when when Matthew Stafford is benched for John Doe in Week Eleven. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Peter. Uh, safe travels this week. All right, hey, thanks a lot, Dan. Have a good week. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, it's me, Rob Parker. Check out my weekly MLB podcast, Inside the Parker, for 22 minutes of piping hot baseball talk featuring the biggest names and newsmakers in the sport. Whether you believe in analytics or the eye test, we've got all the bases covered. New episodes drop every Thursday, so do yourself a favor and listen to Inside the Parker with Rob Parker on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcast. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. All right, everybody. Game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces, like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the, I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. Like... A lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app. Like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on. 
or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. If I could eat bacon for every meal, I think I would. I don't think I would. Breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks, brunch. My love for bacon is no joke. My wife, who I love as much as bacon, says I would even put bacon in cereal if I could. You know, I thought that I knew what good bacon was. Uh, Turns out, nope. I was wrong because then I tried right brand bacon. And honestly, I was speechless. And, you know, it takes a lot to get me speechless, Paulie. But it was mind blowing how good it was. And now here I am, a man that's been eating bacon his whole life like it's his job. And I've never tried bacon like this before. We're talking about number one, thick cut, flip your whole world upside down bacon, man. Everything from the thickness of it to how it's actually real wood smoked just makes it taste unbelievable. It's really indescribable. I can't do it justice. And you should really just try it for yourself. Yeah, don't be average. You're better than that. Do yourself a favor and get some right brand bacon in you. Get upset. Experience bacon the right way. Right brand bacon. Here he is, the voice of the SEC, the Paul Feinbaum Show on ESPN Radio. Paul, thanks for joining us. If somebody was gone out of the country last week and had no idea what happened in college football, how would you sum up what's happened in the last seven days? Well, simply put, Dan, everyone else is, is well, everyone else was, was already playing for second. Uh, now it's just not even not even a close call. It, it, when this goes through, and, and I think we all assume it will, the SEC has put so much distance between themselves and the rest of college football. And I know in the past, a lot of people have accused me of beating my chest unnecessarily. I wrote a book six years ago entitled My Conference Can Beat Your Conference. <laughs> I got laughed at. Um, I'm not getting laughed at anymore because it, it's, you know, you, you, you just, it's hard to explain to those who don't swim in these rather toxic waters of college football, the importance of adding Texas and Oklahoma to what's already Alabama and Auburn and Florida and Georgia, LSU, Texas a and I mean, it's an endless stream of big brands. And I, I genuinely feel sorry for all the other leagues because when the Big Ten starts looking around, and I'll defer to you because I, I found out during COVID, you are the Big Ten. You are the voice <laughs> of the Big Ten. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't. I, I mean, you you tell me who uh, who Kevin Warren's going after because I don't see too many attractive choices. Well, I wondered if the SEC goes after the Big Ten. I've heard that, um, and I you know, it 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 seems unlikely today. Uh, because it's so hard to digest teams. Uh, you know, there's you, you, right now the SEC is about to move from 14 to 16. And if you want to see everyone within your five-year period in, in college, that's very difficult. But, but I, I, I'm really interested to see what uh, other schools want to do. I, yeah, I would think if you're sitting there up in Ann Arbor right now and Jim Harbaugh is saying to his boss, you know, we, we, we really can't compete. In, in the Big Ten, I can't beat Ohio State. So I tell you what, why don't you get me in the SEC? <laughs> Where I know we can't compete. Not only with you know, one team, but probably a few teams there. I, yeah. I, but I wonder about this. I, I liken Greg Sankey, the SEC commissioner, to Roger Goodell because he's running college football. Yeah. But if you said, let's look at Sankey's endgame in, I don't know if it's a three-year, five-year period, or are, are we looking at maybe an NFL model of college football and Greg Sankey is heading up the top 32 to 40 college football programs. And you just use the model that the NFL has. 
Very possibly. And, you know, in, until whenever, maybe before COVID, we always looked at Mark Emmerich as the head of the, the NCAA. Uh, I can assure you, Greg Sankey would take your call before he would take Mark Emmerich's call right now. And and I don't mean that as an insult to you. I mean, I've, I've heard him on the show many times, but I mean, Emmerich is, is really powerless. Uh, he's just, but he doesn't care. He just, you know, he's almost 70 years old. He just cashed a new contract in for $5 million a year, whatever it is. And so he's, he's, he's quietly going to uh, wherever former NCAA presidents go. And it's usually to be a consultant, but, yeah, that is exactly right. And it, I don't I, if, if I could just say something off the record, because I don't want anyone to quote me on this. But let's not forget who the other partner is here, Dan. It's uh, your former employee in Bristol, Connecticut. I mean, they they have a, a, just a tremendous investment in the SEC. Uh, not only do they control most of what uh, the, everything of uh, everything that happens outside of two thirty or three thirty on, on Saturday afternoon, they have the SEC network. And now they're they're about to take over the most valuable piece of property left, and that's the 330 CBS window, which is not supposed to go into effect for a couple of years, but something tells me uh, that might be expedited. And they also control the college football playoff, which we've heard a lot of double talk recently uh, about why it may expand two years from now or five years from now. Greg Sankey is also the key guy there. So all of this is going to start coming together very quickly. My former employer, your current employer, ESPN. Well, I say that because whenever you go on a program like the Dan Patrick show, you don't know if somebody has that, their finger on the on, on the nuclear button that says <laughs> you are no longer employed. That's but if you want to get fired, this is the place to do it, okay? Oh, and by the way, I if it, if I go down, uh, I would like to go down <laughs> on this show. I'm wondering about if you're USC, if you're Oregon, um, are, how concerned would you be in the Pac-12 right now with what's going on in the SEC? Well, I think as long as the 12-team playoff goes into effect reasonably soon, I don't think you're going to be as concerned because you still have a chance. Now, you know, the first 12-team playoff may involve 10 SEC schools. I say that somewhat jokingly, but not really. When you, if you add, I mean, with Texas and, and Oklahoma, you're just you're giving yourself more more wiggle room and, and more room for error, but. I, I think, you know, I've heard all these, you know, Big Ten marries, uh, yeah, Pac-12, all these marriages. What, what, how has that worked out for the Big Ten? Uh, I mean, Big Ten fans, can you, uh, can you name anything about Rutgers or, or Maryland or Nebraska? I mean, that, that, exactly, that hasn't exactly gone over well. And, and, and frankly, most editions don't. Right? It's hard to get the right school in, in your league. But, you know, nobody can tell me these two are wrong for the SEC. No, and, you know, nobody cared. They wanted the New York market with Rutgers, but they don't care about college football <laughs> in New York. Uh, no. Maryland, they don't care about Maryland in Maryland. Uh, Nebraska, <laughs> Nebraska used to be Nebraska. But this global expansion that the Big Ten had, you're right, it didn't work out. I was curious about Oklahoma. That in, in let's say you expanded to 12 teams. Oklahoma in the Big 12 was guaranteed of playing in the playoffs every single year and a pretty easy road as well, as opposed to the sec. I know it's about money, but I just wondered about that, that part of this, that Oklahoma's giving up that, you know, the, uh, the fast lane to uh, play for a national title. 
They are, but uh, you know, it does matter what happens during the season. And you know, the Oklahoma Iowa State game, which I think was the Big Twelve championship game last year. I mean, that just doesn't resonate, yeah. even though they're really good teams. I don't want to be knocking uh, some of the best teams in the country, but yeah, you know, one thing the one thing the Big Twelve never had. Uh, that you need nowadays is your con- is a conference network. And I realize I work for one, Dan, but the Big 12 didn't have that. And, and that really hurt them. And and ultimately, Texas drives this, has been driving this bus. Oklahoma has considered the SEC for about 10 years. There have been back-channel conversations. But remember 10 years ago when college football was about to be blown up, Texas wanted to go to the Pac-12. Yeah. Uh, and the reason, because they felt their academics mirrored Stanford's and California's and schools like that, and welcome to the SEC. We, we we've we've got good schools here too, uh, you folks in Austin. But yeah, things change, and it, you know I, I hate to sound like we're a bunch of role, uh, Russian oligarchs sitting around uh, Putin's uh, Black Sea uh, palace, but it's all about money, and and the money down here is just a lot uh, more valuable than the money out there. What do you do if you're Clemson? Wow, you're. I mean, on one on one hand, you're you're assured of, of your league, but your your brand has gone down a little bit because the, the ACC is, has some real issues. I heard over the weekend the ACC was was looking to expand, and one of the first schools they were talking about is West Virginia. Now, they turned their nose up at West Virginia ten years ago, Dan, uh, and, and West Virginia had to hightail it uh, across the country. So. I mean, you, you, you'll add a few schools, but you, you can't compete. And I'm not saying, well, let me back up for a second. The biggest prize left out there is Notre Dame, and they're kind of half in the ACC. Uh, but, you know, if you're Notre Dame, why, why, do you, why do you need the ACC right now? You already have the benefit of it in basketball. You collect the money there, and you play five games a year, and, and, and you have your own TV network. It, it doesn't make much – right now it doesn't make much sense. Yeah, I wondered if there was a bigger play for Notre Dame. If, if, you know, it's musical chairs and the music's still going and there's still chairs available. I just didn't know if Notre Dame makes it official and says we're part of the ACC. Well, I don't, I don't have the authority to do that, but since I do work at the SEC network, if Notre Dame would like to join the (laughs) SEC, I'll go ahead and uh, give the invitation out right now on the Dan Patrick show. All right. This just in Mr. (laughs) SEC, Paul Feinbaum express an invitation to Notre Dame. Okay. They just said yes. Okay. Yeah. And, and 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 Paul McCartney will sing the national anthem yeah, at the Paul first uh, Notre Dame Alabama game. Yeah. This is wild. Uh, could there be any hiccups with Oklahoma and Texas joining the SEC? Um, I don't think so. I, I mean, this thing was already down the track pretty far uh, when the news broke last Wednesday, and as I'm sure you mentioned Thursday. Ironically, right as Jimbo Fisher was about to get in front of the microphone, and, and I'm sitting there uh, courtside. We have a setup and. I look over and there's the athletic director at Texas A&M. He's conveniently available for comment too. And and just for the point, just for you uh, trivia experts, it's the first time we've seen an athletic director at SEC Media Day, Days in, in only 11 years. <laughs> well, I it, that was one of those, if you're A&M, it, it didn't look good that they just sort of bypassed you. you know, you know it's like Monopoly where you have – Baltic and Oriental and the, like, you, you know, you just kind of blow right by them, even though A&M is a, a big time program and, okay. and has done well. They just treated them like on the Monopoly board. Uh, we're already over here to boardwalk and park place. Hey, we, we, we loved you then, so get out of our way as we uh, head to Austin and invite the Longhorns and Bevo into the league. Yeah, man, just made your job easier. 
That's all it did. It did. Paul. It did. <laughs> uh, thank you, buddy. We appreciate your time as always. Dan, it's always a pleasure. Thanks for inviting me. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits. LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. The brilliant EQE SUV from Mercedes-Benz available with digital light technology. So smart. Even the headlamps are thinking. The vehicle's all electric. The feeling is all Mercedes. Learn more. MBUSA.com slash EQE SUV. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.